everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from ever more chilly Salt Lake City, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we're gonna, we are gonna have kind of a cookie thing to talk about. We're, uh, we're going to talk about a specific event that's happening really as we speak uh, out in the Nevada desert, Ooh. not Burning Man. Um, but um, yeah, we already yeah. missed that. But it, it, it's, it's not idea, unlike Burning Man in some ways. In that people go to it to find emotional catharsis and connection, some sense of community, maybe. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of uh, kind of a hokey event in some ways, and uh, uh, but in other ways, it's also highly Instagrammable and beautiful, <laughs> and that's part of its appeal. And uh, I feel and like I, I I actually strangely am sort of drawn to the thing. Um so we're 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 going to we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Um and then of course Dan. Yes. Coming up first, we've got a whole bunch of other stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um I am going to start with a story that I think probably a lot of people may have seen. Okay. It was being shared a lot. I saw it a lot on 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 uh Reddit. Um, and online elsewhere. Okay. Um, and it's it, it's kind of one of those stories where my my initial reaction was, oh my god, I have to read this because it's so awful, um, <laughs> and I know it's going to make me feel really, uh, you know, better about how smart <laughs> I am, right? Because that's what these stories are good for, right? Yeah, sure. So okay. it's it's the story of a mother. Uh, in Florida, who uh, crashed intentionally crashed her her car into a tree, um, ostensibly trying to kill her kids. Yikes! Um, and the quote in the headline is "The devil can't hurt you." Oh right? God! Now, as you start to parse the story out, so I so said what my initial reaction to these kind of stories is. My second reaction is always like. Well, this is really just a story about somebody who's mentally ill. Yes. Right. And so how dare I uh, feel any sort of moral superiority? Right. Uh, because she's actually sick. Yeah. She's got some some serious problems. Um, but nonetheless, I kind of wanted... And, and then usually I avoid these stories to bring up on the show. Because I'm like, that's not what we're trying to do. Right. Even though I saw this coming from a lot of atheist sources um, this week, kind of doing the, you know... The, the first thing. There's a weird Schadenfreude. <laughs> yeah. And it's it, I I think Schadenfreude is fine and can be fun, but not when like a kid's life is at stake. Yeah. And so I kind of wanted to talk through the story. Okay. And then um have our basic reaction to kind of kind of this idea. Right? Yeah. Um and so let's see. Uh when the police responded, uh she, apparently she was rambling on about how her husband had put a hex on her. Oh dear, uh, and um, and and she was being followed by a lot of people in cars. Well, yeah, she was on the fucking road, right? Yeah, um, and she was trying to read all of their tag numbers, right? And she mentioned oh. voodoo. Oh right? my god! I and mean, there's just a lot going on. Well, the police questioned the kids, who fortunately all turned out to be fine. Okay, she told them all to take their seatbelt off. Oh god, which they did, and then she she careened across the median and into a large tree. I remember right. this scene from Fight Club. Okay, go on with what you're saying. <laughs> Apparently, as they were hitting the tree, uh, she said, Lord Jesus, save me. And then, 
As the dust is settling, she says to the kids, the devil can't hurt you. He only hurts bad people. You have the light of Jesus in you and only Jesus can cure us. Right. Jesus, Lord. Um, uh, you know, can I just say, by the way, you have to pick. You don't get to have Jesus and voodoo. <laughs> you got you got to choose. You got to be a Christian. You can be a voodoo. You can be you look, believe whatever you yeah, want. I don't think there's a lot of rules that you can put on these people. Right? Well, like, obviously, and you know, you go to Haiti and whatever and it's all kinds of mixed up or 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 any sort of you know, middle American country mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. It all gets all wonky do. But don't just don't mix the religions. Yeah. Be one, be another, be whichever one you want. Fine. It's when you start mixing and matching, you get real problems. <laughs> well, I think the mixing and matching does appeal to people who have some instability. Right? Because they're, <laughs> yeah. they're also not, I mean, huh. they're not thinking clearly, which mm. I don't usually project onto most believers either, thinking too clearly well, yeah, yeah. The, about the these kind of clarity things. Clarity of thought like, when it so, comes so to the devil or whatever. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard to be like, oh... She believed in voodoo uh, she, and Christianity. She must be nuts. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think starting off with either of them, there's a good chance that if you're a little nutty, you're going to find something to glom on to and, and, and really... Because we've talked about this before yeah. as well, that, that religion for mentally ill people gives them a lot to, 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 to cling on to, yeah. right? To start formulating really, really bad ideas. Um, I forget... I, I don't even want to bring it up because I didn't. I can't really cite. You know, it, but I, um, I don't know what's in the water in Florida, other than alligators. Uh -huh. But I hope they keep it there because that place is just a flowing font of cuckoo bananas. Well, you know what it is. What you know why we get all these stories from Florida, right? It's not that Florida is crazier than any other place in, in in the country. It's they have a state law that makes all of these documents uh, open. Oh, really? To the public. So when these things happen, the media can get all the details in ways <laughs> that the rest of the, the country, the media can't. And so Florida just ends up being like this like no. open mine for... I prefer to uh, think of Florida as just just the our country's repository of dipshittery well, I'm, I and think craziness. It, it, Florida does have a special appeal. There's something, right? there's something wackadoo that, that draws people to it. Um, but, um, but yeah, I heard that a few years ago and I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Of course because, it does. Yeah. Because there's crazy everywhere, right? There is crazy everywhere. That like, should be, that's the, we're going to do a, a podcast cross stitch of that. Put it up here in the, <laughs> in the studio. Um, but anyway, yeah, like I just think that the, the reason that I wanted to bring this up today is it's kind of that, uh, the, I don't know that we need a lecture anyone or or and I, I think our listeners are probably you know they respond to our show mm. um so i like to think of them as a more <laughs> elevated oh i see and thoughtful audience yes our listeners are definitely <laughs> the smartest of the listeners i think so <laughs> and so i probably don't need to tell any of our listeners just to be careful with these stories i don't think that they're worth really um uh, sharing with glee, which is what I saw a ton of. Yeah, um, it is. It, that's not a gleeful thing. That's yeah. like a, a a sick person or a person who has been who who lacks mental capacity yeah. to work past 
stupid indoctrination, yeah. endangering the lives of children. Yeah. There's no funny part about that. Yeah, I know. Good thing we're not a comedy show. Makes for good clicks, though. Yeah, it's, it does. So I, I am going to uh, share it on Twitter if anybody wants to like read the article. Yeah. Um, with... <laughs> anyway. Uh, chastise me. The, was... kook, the kooky bananas. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I'm going to take us just north of that to Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, where a, uh, a, a woman named Shan- Shandel Marie Riley mm. uh, was pulled over by a Hamilton County deputy um, and uh, totally frisked, like top to bottom, every inch frisked, uh, and did have a, a, a marijuana cigarette on her person. Oh, she dear then God. Turned over. Oh, boy. She was then uh, given a choice, basically. She could go to jail or she could be saved by Jeebus. What? Yeah, the uh, apparently the officer in question, Deputy Daniel Wilkie, uh, approached her and asked if she was saved and believed in Jesus Christ. She said that she, yeah, I believe in Jesus, but she wasn't saved. Uh, the The officer then said that God was talking to him as he searched her car, and that uh, this guy off the force that she uh, that he felt that. Lord Jeebus wanted her baptized and he'd be happy to do it. So he, he basically said, he basically made it clear that you won't be arrested. If you go into your son's house, she was right outside of her son's house. When he pulled her over, get some towels. We'll go to the lake nearby and I'll baptize you. No fucking way. And, uh, and she did cause she didn't feel like she had a choice and now she's suing. Because that's some crazy, crazy shit. Another deputy was uh, was brought onto the scene to be a witness to the ritual. <laughs> the first officer stripped almost naked down to his boxers, yeah. invited her to strip down too. She was like, uh, no, thank you. Uh, and then he, he dunked her in the lake. And uh, yeah, she was understandably horrified. And com- she said she felt, quote, horribly violated. Yeah. And did not feel free to simply ignore. Yeah, no. no, 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 no. Yeah. That, but boy, that, that makes for a good Denver dinner conversation. <laughs> that's like, that's a story that. You On can, both sides. Yeah. He's bragging about how he saved another soul for Jesus, uh, com- compelled her to. And she is talking to lawyers because she is now suing. <laughs> the Hamilton County government for a million dollars in compensatory damages and 10 million in punitive damages. Don't think she'll get that much, but yes, oh, she God. should sue. Cause that's fucking unreal. That's horrible. Oh, I, I am. What a piece of shit. That is no, no, that is not acceptable on <sighs> any front. There's so much wrong with it. I, I, well, first of all, the whole frisking and patting down nonsense. Yeah. And then, like, walking around the car and this and that, and then being like, hey, the Lord just spoke to me, and he wants us to get into a body of water together. And yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to take off my clothes, yeah. if you don't no, mind. No, there, that, that's, like... I mean, think 
I mean, well, he, uh, thank he, God there was another, you know, deputy or whatever around. Was yeah. it the sheriff's office? Did you say, or was it the police uh, force? It, it, uh, let's see. Oh my God, I don't know. De- anyway. Deputy. So the sheriff. So sheriffs. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Crazy town, Dan. Yeah, All right. just kooky. Okay, Dan. Yeah. Did you know? This was news to me. I was not aware of this. Um, but apparently, according to um, this uh, this uh, this woman, uh, this naturopath in <laughs> in Australia. Okay. Did you know that uh, bicarbonate soda cures cancer? Uh, and did you know that cancer is really just a fungus? Oh, that, uh, that of course, like you have this fungus in your system, and you take bicarbonate soda, and it gets rid of it. Oh, that's right? so. Gr- Wait, is she mixing up cancer with heartburn? Is <laughs> has she made? I think, I think she just got a couple things mixed up. I think that's no, what no, she no, 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 no. She is. Uh, she's. She describes herself as a, uh, as a as a qualified naturopath and nutritionist. <laughs> well, um, and she is. Uh, she's worked at health retreats in Queensland, Victoria, New South Wales. Um, she lectures internationally. She's authored books on health and nutrition. She has. Uh, she has appeared in YouTube videos. Uh, turns out, and this is going to shock everyone, I'm sure. Um, that she uh, ha- has never held any membership with any accredited professional health organization, um, and she has failed to obtain uh, any relevant health-related degrees or diplomas. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because uh, the Australian government has uh, has banned her uh, from ever doing any of this ever again. Yeah. Um, she can no longer, uh, w- which is, it, it's almost like it's, it's, no, there must not have been a death, right? They must have like intervened before people were truly, truly uh, hurt. Because if if anybody was, I, I, there, there had to, somebody had to have suffered though because of uh, the advice that she was giving her patients. Yeah. Um, because there were all the multiple complaints um, let's see, they, I mean, first of all, I mean, she clearly didn't know what, some of the things that they found, she she failed to keep records on consultation with clients, which oh, good. of course, you know, any qualified medical person would know that. Which, can I to. just interject and um, say a naturopath, no matter how much schooling they've got to, is not a is, qualified medical all, pro- professional. Yeah, exactly. Even though they Thank go you. to as much schooling as a doctor, right. they are not. Please be clear. You can check. I did a whole but, thing. I did a whole thing about them on how to heritage, yeah. and they are not right. medical people. They, There's a little bit of medicine in there. Just enough to confuse everything. Yeah. Um, but she didn't bother doing any kind of training. She okay. And, and this is why they were able to shut her down so quickly and, if, and effectively. Right. Um, she, uh, of course, she claimed to be able to cure cancer, which, of course, you know, no. With bicarbonate uh, of soda? Great. Yeah, she, um, let's see. She, oh, her dietary advice for babies that she's published on her personal website, which if followed... 
would lead to the child's death uh-huh. or severe injury. Sure. Uh, that was one complaint that they received. Uh, she gave a lecture, apparently, uh, promoting the there was uh, th- this whole thing about cancer is just a fungus. Um, oh she got God. a lot of these ideas from uh, doctors who had been who had either been tried for you know manslaughter uh-huh. um, or who and or had you know had their licenses stripped. Um, it's and great source material. She was told to stop. The, this commission told her stop it. Yeah. Stop following and repeating the these theories and, and, and these practices of these people who we have removed we've taken their license away. You have to stop. And she just responded, No, I'm not going to. I'm gonna continue. Well, right. I mean, she should stop, especially since we know the cure for cancer and it's lemons. Everybody knows that. You eat twelve lemons a day, mm. cancer's gone. Yeah. Bada bing bada boom. Yeah. Uh, I buried the lead, though. Uh-oh. I did bury the lead, and I had a note up here because the article buried the lead for me, uh, and so I put the note right at the top of the article. She's Seventh-day Adventist. Oh. Right? Um, and they so have a long is, history of kookadoo. Yeah, and so this is coming from a, uh, yeah, a, a, a crackpot, ridiculous um, religious tradition. Yeah. And so she was primed and ready for it. And then she got out into this whole, you know, baking soda. I'm surprised we haven't had a good Mormon wackadoo faux doctor doing this sort of stuff. Because Mormonism and Seventh-day Adventism sort of, they came up at the same time. Mm -hmm. They're from the same area of this dopey country. Yeah. And And they both had these wacky ideas about food and mm-hmm. uh, and all this stuff yeah um well i think the reason that you don't see a mormon one pop up is that because um they're working for uh some essential oils company mm-hmm. and have very good legal defense yeah they, they, they phrase everything correctly mormonism has better lawyers that's probably <laughs> literally as good as it gets right there uh, not even kidding. <laughs> Mormon, listen, when you put business leaders at the top of your organization, yeah. the first thing that they do is hire a, a cadre yeah. of amazing legal representation. Yeah. And the crackpots in the religion go out and form multi-level marketing companies. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, yeah. and it make subtle, uh, but not specific claims about right. vitamins and essential oils and, Right. Uh, weird tropical fruits that not even yeah the, 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 the locals native, the locals eat. would even touch <laughs> with a ten foot pole right no no Mormons invented acai just know that anyway <laughs> I don't think that's true uh, here we go uh, I'm gonna take us to Kentucky where uh, I was not seven months ago or whatever I was recently. At the Creation Museum, yeah. Ken Ham's beautiful Creation Museum. Uh, I will say the grounds were actually quite lovely. Really? Well, uh, man, well, well tended? Mm-hmm. Mm. Get some lovely gardens. Zip lines were in effect. You could do a zip line there if you wanted to. Oh. It was rainy the day I went. So oh, no so you zip, didn't do. No zip lining. Yeah, okay. Um, but one of the things that they have 
it it it's the it's funny because this uh museum is an astounding mixture of really good uh well done presentations they're wrong but they're really well done and then really really shitty ugly stupid presentation like it is a very bizarre mix okay because if you've gone to a lot of museums as you and i both have yeah you start to see like oh wow they've really they've really put the effort in here this is actually a really well done uh, mm -hmm. uh display right and they have some of those and then they have some that are just like holy shit you guys aren't embarrassed to have this up here. Oh anyway, God. it's a bizarre mix. One of the things that they have, though, is a fairly gorgeous and mostly intact Allosaurus. Uh, Which one is that? Uh, it's a dinosaur. <laughs> right. It, it looks a little a little uh, T Rex like. Okay. Um, not quite as big. It's a very but it's a. It's an interesting thing. The Allosaur is a is a uh, it's a good looking dino, and they have one of the best intact Allosaur skulls in the world. Shut up. Uh, and they and so it's it, so I saw this. I thought, wow, that's a really cool uh, thing that they've got there. And one wonders how they got it. Well. The New Yorker has just published this amazing feature. I highly recommend you go and look at it. Okay. About the uh, the acquisition of this Allosaur uh, skeleton and the f entirely apparently apparently fraudulent uh, um, d documentary film that was made about it, which which basically claims that uh, a group of homeschool Christian kids are the ones who discovered it and who, who <laughs> with the helped rods. Dig, dug, dig it up. <laughs> um, outside of, it's just on the border of Utah and Colorado, there's the Morrison uh, dinosaur site, oh, uh, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah, uh, Dinosaur Colorado is the name of the town, the border town. On the other side, in Utah, there's this gorgeous dinosaur national monument, which is amazing, and it's uh -huh. got this awesome wall of bones. It's got it has so many dinosaur bones that at some point they just stopped pulling them out and oh left the wall of bones just sort of there, so you can just see this huge wall of partially excavated bones. Yeah, well, I mean, good because you know because now we can really wonder and ask ourselves. Why did God put all the bones here? Right, exactly. Why did like why did he and his effort to fool us all? Why did he stick them in the rock like that? That's really interesting. <laughs> well, these kids <laughs> apparently went on this excursion. They 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 paid a uh, a oh, no. goodly amount of money, or their parents did, to go on the Dragon's Den dig, uh, which is a creationist experience that's going to to make sure that everybody understands that uh all, these dinos were all buried by the flood that's what happened oh uh and that's what you'll read about at the Is, creation museum oh as well oh my god that's so that's amazing 4000 years ago they were all turned into the thing anyway uh it's it's a fascinating uh article and i i highly recommend that everybody track it down and read it in the new yorker it involves it it involves a U.S. congressman, Mark Meadows, who apparently owned the land at some point, 
it it's this bit of land which is rich in fossil record it has been owned by one set of create of young earth creationists after another and i think it's now owned by answers in genesis which oh, is Jesus. the the ken ham's group that owns the creation museum right. and the ark encounter anyway i just thought oh my god they are using really good like these gorgeous fossils Right. To make sure that they're teaching the real truth about things. Because they also found petrified trees there, which they say proved that these animals were just, I don't know, clobbered by trees. They, it was a forest <laughs> at the time. <laughs> didn't, anyway. Oh, my God. Now, I've never understood why, like, this, I mean, this whole, like, flood theory is what mm-hmm. killed off the dinosaurs thing. Like, why do you even have to bother with that? Why can't you just be like, yeah, God, you know, like he creates tests for people. And so he put all the, like when he was creating the whole earth, he just put all these bones in the rocks. Well, some people do that, but that seems like a much like in my mind, if I was going to like fall for something that one, that, that that one, that one at least makes slightly more sense and is a little cleaner than this whole, like, yeah, you know, we lived side by side with dinosaurs. These, Wretched creatures that would eat us I, all up. I don't know. When you go to the Creation Museum, they've got a lot of answers to a lot of... The, like, if you don't bother to study any of the actual science, yeah, you'll be satisfied. <laughs> you'll be fine. They've got answers. They've got... They show you how, like, oh, well, what happens is when the flood came, it blah, blah, brought in all of this mud and that buried and that did the Ooh. thing. And then you go to the Ark Encounter mm-hmm. and there's there's dinos on the Ark. No, because they had to save one of every creature. So there's a, the the whole bottom level of the ark is dinosaurs. These gigantic. <laughs> well, they didn't have to be adults, Frank. Oh, that's clever. See, that's clever. They were baby dinos on oh. the ark. I mean, dinosaurs grow awful quick, and you got to feed a dinosaur an awful hell of a lot. And oh fuck. Oh my God, that's amazing. and it wasn't just forty days and forty nights, mind you. That was just how long it rained. That's true. No, that is true. There's another hundred days yeah. after that, or something like that. It's basically, yeah. yeah. It, it's an impossibility, and it obviously didn't happen. But cute, they're cute. I think they're cute about it. <laughs> oh God! All right, man. Yeah. Well, this, this is a very uh, interesting story coming to us from the UK. Um, about a, um, a Dr. David Makarif. Okay. Uh, who um, he is. Uh, l- okay. Let me let me first back up and, and and say what he did. He's a he's a disability assessor for the de- the Department of Work and Pensions. Okay. Um, and he uh, feels that the DWP. Um, the Department of for Work and Pensions right. uh, breached his right to freedom of thought, conscience, and religion because they were asking him to just please use people's preferred pronouns. Oh, those meanie heads! I know. So when a when a transgender person would come into, or even uh, just a non-binary person or whatever, perfect. Yes, uh, would come in uh, seeking his his uh, services. Um, in or in his capacity uh, as I don't know, it sounds kind of like a caseworker type thing, sure. right? Um, 
and he would refuse. And, and so he told, so he said this in the hearing. Um, he's, he says that um, he would refuse to refer to, quote, any six foot tall bearded man as madam. Oh. Um, which, of course, is offensive and. Uh, and also, not what anybody, my, nobody's preferred gender pronoun is madam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. That's just not one of the things. I don't, why couldn't it be? It yeah. should be. It should be. My, my pronouns are sir and. Sirs. <laughs> and master. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, the, uh, the, the, the judges in this case, it was a tribunal panel, um, found that the DWP had not breached uh, any sort of rules or regulations or whatever in asking him to uh, please, uh, and forcing him. To, to please be respectful, be respectful of the people that you're talking to that you're, you're working with. I mean, that's, and so he's, he's claiming that this is violating his Christian beliefs and yeah, uh, because do you remember in the sermon on the Mount when mm -hmm. Jesus said, blessed are they that stick to their guns when it comes to calling people by gender <laughs> markers that they like the most. Well, and what seriously from anyone's perspective, how could just using their preferred pronoun uh, violate your Christianity somehow. How, how you're, you're not, you're not engaging in any kind of activity. You're not, all you're doing is, is, is respecting the person right. who's seated across from you. And you're choosing not to deeply offend them after you've been asked repeatedly to use a different set of pronouns than the ones you right. have been using and you just refuse, 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 you're not doing your job. Listen, right? I, you know what? I, I'm going to go down the sympathy road just a little bit and say, so, I get that you believe that your God created people one way or another yeah. and that your book says that it's real, real, real important to be the thing that God told you to be mm -hmm. and that men are different than women and that men are better than women. Right. And so some woman comes along and claims to be a man or some man comes along and claims to be a woman and it's, ah, it's against God or whatever. Just how about this? Keep believing whatever you believe. Yeah. Shut the fuck up and do your job. Right. Yeah. Just look, call him by what? How about? I don't like that. Some, you know, I've got a friend who goes by a nickname that I think is really, really stupid. And guess what? I just call her by that nickname because that's just her name. That's just how she, what she wants to be called. Wow. I don't know. I, I don't know why that's hard. I don't know yeah. what's tricky about it. Right. That people get to choose who they are. Yeah. I, yeah. Dan. I, the, it's not even like you get to choose what gender, but you know, right. Or he right. doesn't believe that. Right. So the judgment said uh, in the judgment, they said a lack of belief in transgenderism and conscientious objection to transgenderism, uh, in our judgment, are incompatible with human dignity and conflict with the fundamental rights of others. Yeah. 
Um, his response is, without intellectual and moral integrity, medicine cannot function. Oh. And my 30 years as a doctor are now considered irrelevant compared to the risk that someone else might be offended. Yeah. Uh, you're... Your 30 years as a doctor are a little irrelevant on this point because there's been a lot of medical study of this particular issue. <laughs> and uh, they they disagree with you. Yeah, and I, you know, like, moral integrity. This, oh, my God. I, boy, Shut that up. It just gets thrown around. And it, it, this, this sense that morality has something to do with, like... Yeah, the thing how that... How did people use their sexuality or how they use or, or how they acknowledge their gender identity like how how i don't i don't get how the moral decision here is to go around and be an offensive asshole i do i get it there's just centuries and millennia of dickishness around of this issue i get it you've got a history behind you this is right. all the new shit I get it. Adapting to new is scary and hard. All right. So the fuck what? Just do the scary hard thing, you dick. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, finally, I'm taking us to Ames, Iowa. Oh. Where there is a question of federal overreach versus states' rights or local rights. Oh, yeah. Hot button. Hot, hot button issue. Hot button issue. Yeah. Uh, working in the other direction this time. Okay. Ames, as a lovely little uh, gesture to uh, toward inclusiveness, made some of their crosswalks. You know, a crosswalk in these United States uh, usually has two white lines parallel to each other going all the way across the street. That's uh, one option. And then, and then often has uh, perpendicular lines that uh, you run know perpendicular run perpendicular between those two lines. Just or sort of as a... Along with the flow of traffic. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. A bunch of them. So yeah. Several of them. Big, thick lines. Yes. So, uh, in this case, Ames did, uh, on a couple of intersections, I think, uh, rainbow-colored li yeah! lines going across. Okay. Just cool. to say, hey, we welcome you. You know, they, they used the colors from the, uh, obviously from the LGBT flag, but also from the, uh, from the trans the trans colors, fantastic, yeah, uh, and the uh, the brown and the black were included as part of the uh, inclusion of people of color. Yeah, great, great, not great. No, Acor according to the U.S. government. Oh no, uh, and the Federal Highway Administration, <laughs> uh, which is under the, under the control no of way. the Department of Transportation, uh, Secretary Elaine Chao in charge. Uh, who happens to be, by the way, the wife of Ma Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Oh, boy. Uh, Watch out. Everyone. They sent a letter to Ames asking them to replace their colorful co crosswalks uh, with with the white markings. Did the federal government own the roads? No. Did they um, provide federal funding for the roads? No. These were city roads. City roads. Fuck uh, off, federal government. So the argument was that the white markings uh, make it more visible. Yeah, these... Okay, first of all, these are not... These are standards. They're not laws or rules or requirements. They're, 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 they're sort of universally uh, provided mm. standards, mm -hmm. right? How we stripe our streets. Sure. 
I, I don't believe that there's like a federal law that says that this is how it has to be done. Not only that, but there is actually, there has been some study of crosswalks with multicolored uh, crossbars. Yeah. Uh, that show that it's actually fine. It doesn't actually well, do anything. And then you better also, because a lot of cities and communities and whatnots, um, there's one, there's an intersection just right over here at the gateway that's a city street. Here in Salt Lake City. Here in Salt Lake City. Um, it's, it's a crosswalk connecting two sides of a big mall. Yes. An open air mall, but it is crossing a public street. They change the striping on that all the time, just for yucks. Yeah, they do fun, crazy colors. They probably do green on on Patty's yeah. Day. Yeah, they're sort of constantly thing. repainting it just to be yeah. fun and interesting and, and well. Whatnot. You hit on a bunch of salient points, which are that yes, I exactly. These roads are not owned by the Fed. They are not paid for by the Fed. Yeah, uh, and so they're not also enforcing right. this against other places that are just going nuts and having a, a good time with festive colors of the season right right so city attorney mark o lambert Ugh. sent a memo to the ames mayor and city council just saying yeah fuck them let's just keep the let's just keep it as it is absolutely they yeah. have they have no jurisdiction on this none whatsoever fuck them yeah so Ew. so at least for the time being uh the rainbow sticks around no they literally have to pass new laws that nobody wants yeah it would be Stupid to have a federal law that said how we stripe our sidewalks. Yep, that well, would be ridiculous. Well, that doesn't seem to be happening. And, Good. Uh, and and oh my god, I the just rainbow got really wins. Fucking pissed off. Right you now. did. You did. But the rainbow won. Be happy. Yay! <laughs> okay. Well, kids, uh, if you would like to chime in on this or any of the stories you've heard this week, please feel free to do so. You can write into us podcast at podcast. I mean, why do you do that? What? Why <laughs> podcast at podcast? I don't know because it's fun. Write to podcast.podcast at podcast.podcast. <laughs> not true. Podcast at thankgodimediates.com. Sure, do that. Fine. Do whatever one you want. Do the boring one. <laughs> just because <laughs> it'll get to us. <laughs> or, or you can call, write, leave us a call us. Though. Sure. Uh, the telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click on the like button. And while you're there, search for the TGIA members only lounge and request to join. It is a closed group, but we will let you in. Hey, uh, stick around. We're going to hear from uh, from some crazies uh, talking about how you, we all worship uh, somebody other than God. So that So, Dan. Yeah. Uh, Robert Jeffress. Remind us who he is. Pastor. Uh, I, I believe he is out of uh, uh, Dallas. Oh, A mega yeah. church pastor and oh, yeah. real, real, real fan of our current president. Right. The uh, And also a firm, firm grip on reality. Just... Really, just kind of gets it when it yeah. comes to how Cut through the all the bullshit works. Yeah, and okay, uh, and and uh, and and now frequent uh, guest on all kinds of conservative shows. Blech. We're about to hear him talk to the now ousted Todd Starnes, and I think that this uh, what we're this about to hear is part of it right? is part of 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 how he got ousted. <laughs> Fantastic! But it's a very uh, it's a it's uh, this is on. Fox Nation. 
very in, in the news radio section of Fox. Okay, let's let's take a listen. Yeah, it's very clear to me uh, that the the average American uh, citizen loves this president, and they're not buying into all of this impeachment nonsense. <laughs> They're not. And look, I heard it over and over again. Like you, I spoke to thousands of these people last week. And the reason they support this president is not because they're religious hypocrites. It's not because they think he is perfect. Uh, they know he's not perfect, just like none of us is perfect. But they appreciate the strong Christian stance he takes. He is without doubt the most pro-life, pro-religious liberty, pro-Israel, pro-conservative judiciary president we have ever had. And they don't want to see uh, this uh, warrior, in a sense, uh, removed from his place of leadership in our country. There is a fear that if the left ever regains control of this country again, our nation is finished. And uh, look, I believe that. I, I genuinely, based on some of the legislation they've been trying to shove down the throats of the, the good people of California, and then with this Equality Act uh, that Nancy Pelosi and her cronies are after, I have no doubt that they want to especially go after and target Christians in America, Dr. Jeffers. Oh, I believe that. I believe if the left ever gets in control again, it's not going to be incremental change we see. They have said they're going to undo everything this president has done. And think about what he has done in the pro-life area, the sweeping religious liberty executive order he signed. They are going to undo that, and they are going to come after conservatives with a vengeance. I wonder if that's why we are seeing these unrelenting attacks on, on President Trump more so than any other Republican in at least modern history. Yeah, yes, I think it is. And look, I said this on Fox and Friends yesterday, and the president retweeted my comments last night. Uh, look, the Democrats knew they couldn't beat him at the ballot box in 2016. They are becoming increasingly aware of the fact that they can't beat him in 2020 either. Impeachment is the only option they have to remove Donald J. Trump from office. And look, I heard this sanctimonious Nancy Pelosi this weekend calling for prayer for our country and praying for prayer. Look, that reminds me of an arsonist, a pyromaniac with a match in his hand about to set a building on fire saying, now pray with me that the destruction I'm about to cause isn't too severe. I mean, if he's sincere, he'll put down the dang match. And if Nancy Pelosi is sincere about bringing this nation together, she will drop this impeachment effort. Let the American people decide one year from, tonight, from now at the ballot box. But she is uncomfortable. She's scared to death at what the American people will choose to do, and that is to keep Donald J. Trump in office. You know, we just assume they're praying to God. I, I'm not quite sure. I don't know, Dr. Jeffers. I mean, they booed God, tried to vote him out of the party platform. I mean, well, and apparently know. the God they uh, worship is the God uh, of the uh, the pagan God of the Old Testament, Moloch, who allowed for child sacrifice. I mean, the God of the Bible doesn't sanction the killing of millions and millions of children in the womb. I think the God they are worshiping is the God of their own imagination. Moloch. Yeah. I prefer the pronunciation Moloch. Moloch. Or, Moloch. Yeah, that's right. It, I, it go, is, go, it go, is a, it's a Klingon yeah. God, isn't it? Moloch. 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 Uh, the, and there are like three different guttural sounds in Klingon, right? There's like a oh, and uh, oh, I, I'm af a I'm afraid you've outpaced my nerdiness <laughs> by a long shot. <laughs> Look, 
I'm plenty nerdy, but <laughs> I don't get into three different guttural sounds of hey, Klingon Hey, I'm sorry if I've watched levels. whole documentaries about the Klingon language. <laughs> you probably should be sorry about that. No, actually, like there was this really fun YouTube video that I watched not too long ago about created languages. Uh -huh. And of course, you can't talk about created language without, you know, talking about Klingon because the fans of Star Trek have really turned it into something. And to be oh, to yeah. be totally honest, I surprised myself with the fact that I could do more than one guttural sound. <laughs> so I had not tried that before. I, I want to know. I Somebody has done a doctoral dissertation by now comparing Klingon to Dothraki. And I want to, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know who's done it. Yeah, they talked about both of them. They're both actually quite sophisticated in, in, I know. in how they created them. Yeah. I know. Um, but anyway. Anyway. Um, uh, boy, howdy, this guy. Yeah, I mean they're they're doing a real good job of keeping their base terrified of the their of their political opponents, which is amazing because it's just like, dude, it's, every, it's just a bunch of people who all want the best for their country yeah. and have differing ideas about how that works. It's Except not for Donald Trump, who does not have the oh, best yeah. interests of this country. No, he doesn't give a shit so about this. That country. is why he needs to be removed. And then let's go back to disagreeing about solutions about how you know which works right. best with economies yeah. what, what works yeah. you know what we can disagree about that to be removed from office but oh my god but the problem is they're so worked up into a lather yeah right, that when we get somebody like um oh my god they're they're gonna hate elizabeth warren if it's her they're uh. th if if it was pete Buttigieg boy they're gonna lose their minds i yeah. don't really see others bubbling up at this point i guess it could be biden it could if he, be if he doesn't you know there, yeah. there's some very interesting things happening of course with his candidacy and everything but like yeah like they're gonna just hate whoever and they're gonna take the same position that the person is is a is a danger to the country and reckless but the one thing that i can just say and it will just be true is that nobody we put in there would disrespect the office or the nation the way he does the way that Donald Trump has like yeah. if it was just another George W Bush right like it's yeah. like oh this fucking sucks yeah he's a he's but a, he's it's a like ding the country dong will and... survive right. our democracy will be somewhat still be intact when this is done yeah right i like, will say this that clip that we just played started out with them saying that the American people uh, still side with Donald Trump. They don't. They don't. They don't. I uh, let they me assure you, listener, that that is just not the case. Nor has it really ever been the case. The no. entire his entire presidency. No. The bulk of the country disapprove of his. The bulk of the country didn't vote for him. And and we have and this they still they still don't electoral approve. system. Oh uh, my God! It, uh, it's anyway. just anyway. Uh, yeah. Hey, but I do. Uh, here's another thing that I want to uh, uh, just absolutely. I have to bring it up. Okay. I cannot handle when like like he's like sort of like questioning the sincerity of of Nancy Pelosi's call for prayer or whatnot. I oh, I know. I don't know what her actual beliefs are. I, I have no, no clue. But she's up there. She's saying it. Let's right? pray for the country. Fuck you. 
Yeah. That, 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 a, that you, that you, fuck her for saying that. Well, fuck her for saying it. But if somebody does say it, how dare you question their sincerity or their I motives know. or anything? If we questioned them calling for prayer for the country, which I do, like, well, yeah, who course. could be more cynical than these bastards? Yeah, no kidding. But boy, they would just scream at the top of their lungs. How dare you? Right. But if someone, but they love to do it. A call for prayer yeah. for the country. Right. And they're mad about it. Yeah. Outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. Yeah, it is outrageous, actually. I'm glad that you remembered to pick up on that. Yeah. I was going to talk about it and then forgot. <sighs> Dear Frank and Dan, this is from Claire, uh, Hi, our, Claire. Our, a listener in Cl uh, 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 named Claire. Uh, you had a story about the Diocese of Rochester filing for bankruptcy. Yes, we did. Do you remember that? I do. Uh, and we speculated, She and she continues, you speculated about whether... Uh, the giving habits of Catholics have changed. Oh. Well, last year, Catholics weren't donating to Catholic charities, which admittedly does a lot of good uh, good work in the community and aid direct, uh, directed not only to Catholics, but to anyone who applies for help. Mm -hmm. The bishop of the Diocese of Buffalo, the besieged Bishop Malone, issued a petulant press statement that basically said, and I'm paraphrasing, look, I get it. You're all pissed off or something because Buffalo priests have been raping kids for decades. But you're all being really selfish to to take it out on the poor of the diocese of Buffalo. Think of the children. God knows you have to because we don't give a damn about them. Anyway, Malone was absolutely gobsmacked that this peevish little tantrum didn't achieve the desired result because the Catholics of Western New York inundated his office with office with messages along the lines of Look, bitch, it's not that we don't care about the poor. It's that you had decades to fix this problem, and you didn't. Yeah. And now you want us to cop off, cough up our hard-earned cash to fix your mistakes? F off, you clueless moron. Why don't you resign? Yeah. Eventually, and apparently, a wealthy Catholic restaurateur coughed up a couple million oh, Jesus. to make up for the shortfall. Uh, but Claire continues, but I laughed and laughed at the whole kerfuffle. <laughs> the writing is on the wall, Bishop Baby. Catholics are voting out, voting with their wallet. Maybe you'll finally do something about the problem now that it's biting you in the wallet. Your conscience, your conscience and sense of morality didn't change your behavior, but man, take away the cash and suddenly we've got your attention. Oh yeah, bastards," says Claire in wow. Buffalo. Thanks, Claire. Good on Claire. Yeah, and good on the Catholics for like actually seeing. Oh, we should stop giving them money. Yeah. Like obviously oh, yeah. they are using this money when when the when all of the money that's coming in is going to like defense funds. Yeah. And paying uh, out settlements. Paying and... out settlements and stuff. Yeah, maybe it's time to let let that one die on the vine. <laughs> well, we had some uh some 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 beautiful people to thank. Oh my god, Dan, uh the support is amazing that we are getting on Patreon as we continue our 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 effort to go completely listener f or uh, listener free. No, nope, no, nope, we don't want to be listener free. <laughs> listener supported. Listeners are like our favorite part <laughs> yeah. of this whole show. Uh and their support is what we want to sustain the show yeah. rather than rather ads. than ads. And so right now we're at uh sort of 50% um, toward our goal, which means 
of um, our shows are at free. Right. And as we continue to hit goals along the way, we will uh, go even further. And frankly, that. I'm kind of hoping that our ad placement service starts placing even annoying ads just so that you <laughs> guys meantime. start actually ponying <laughs> up and getting uh, on board. <laughs> well, anyway, we do have people to thank in the meantime. We do, definitely. Um, we have... One new faithful listener. Okay, who's that? Clarence. Hi, Clarence. We have, uh, let's see, looks like two new venerable listeners, Shelly and Devin. Oh, hooray. Thank oh, and you. I do need to say, Devin also wrote into us and uh, has given us uh, an, an, a one-time donation also. Oh. Because she got apparently through the back catalog and felt like she owed us a little bit of oh. extra something. <laughs> That's really sweet. For on the backside. That's uh, that's really sweet. Very cute. Uh, let's see. We have two new beatified listeners. Um, we have Ken and Jesus ate all my ferrets. Oh, no. Your ferrets. Uh, I'm sorry. sorry about your ferrets, but thank you for the donation. Um, and then we have two new popes, Imposing Bean and, and Matt. So Saint Imposing Bean and Saint Matt. Uh... Oh, no. No, Not Pope. Saints. Pope. 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 Holy shit. How did I get confused there? I said Pope. And I went to... Anyway, uh, Matt actually uh, sent us a message on Patreon uh, and said that uh, in the grand tradition of buying uh, positions, yeah. he has bought himself Pope. Yeah. So, um... We've how, how you are how you are now, you are so popified you can't even believe yeah. it. All hell. Yeah. Uh, the two new popes. When you die, we're going to hit you on the head with a hammer. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah, they hit the pope on the head with a hammer to make sure he's dead. <gasps> Ew! Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, and that's what's coming for you guys, you popes. All right, and then, of course, we have one uh, top donor, one person to give our special thanks to every week, um, our Lord and Savior, Hannah! Forever may she wave. Yeah, and one thing that all these people get just by going to thankgodimatheist.com and clicking on the support tab and going over to Patreon is they all gain access to an ad-free version of the show. Yeah. Which is, of course, what we're looking for forever. For everybody. But in the meantime, you already got it. So thanks so much, guys. We can't do it without your support. And we love you. Dan, hey, I got something for you. Okay, there and and the reason that this whole thing came up I'm is, excited. um, I know somebody who works out at this event. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, and she was telling me all about it, and I think that it's, uh, just absolutely an amazing thing. And it's 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 called Rise, um, and it's basically just litter. <laughs> it is so much litter, um. <laughs> But it's 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 a it's a lantern festival, thing, mm, right? Like um, those Chinese are they yeah, Chinese? Asian, some kind. I think actually Thailand is where it. it, it I've heard it, it happening. Oh, okay. Where they they light all the lanterns and they release and and the hot air from this little flame in the lantern. Uh, yeah, it's made of paper. Yeah, super lightweight, and so when it heats, it does what you know a hot air balloon would do, and it rises up. And it floats around up in the sky for a while um, until can, it sets something else on fire. Just, can I just tell you the first time I encountered this phenomenon in person? Mm, mm, mm. I was in, I was down in the southern part of the Salt Lake Valley okay. just visiting a friend. And I looked up in the sky 
and saw like probably 12 or 15 lights uh-huh. hovering in the air. Right. Clearly not airplanes. Right. Clear. I was like, oh, fuck. If there's UFOs, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> what are they doing? And they weren't moving really. Right. They were just hovering. It was oh, this really shit. creepy thing. And then I realized, oh, shit, it's those lanterns. Yeah. And, you know, it's actually really cool. It's like, a cool looking thing. It, it 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 it's not only like like once they're all up in the air, and I mean this this event in 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 Nevada, right? It's right outside of Las Vegas. Yeah. They um, they it's I don't even know how many people is are are there a thousand it's people probably thousands, like it's, yeah. it's 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 so many people, and so the it's just highly dramatic when they all release their lanterns. It's gorgeous. Just, it's. Truly, when I say that it's highly Instagrammable, it really is. Yeah. And that's why a lot of these people are there is to get a cool, cool pick for their Instagram feed. But um, but also it's got. I mean, it. I can see why seeing all of this happen, see, like basically adding stars to the sky in yeah. this gorgeous way. Oh, would feel, for want of a better word, spiritual. Yeah, and you know, there's already that thing that exists um, and that you're aware of, and I I hope a lot of our listeners are aware of, is the spirit the spiritualness of desert spaces. Mm, sure. And so you combine the two, and this has to be just absolutely magical. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. And so like I'm not like when I started sort of questioning this whole thing of like. You know, like people are here's he, okay. First, let me back up. This is what made me sort of go, or sort of pause. Right? Sure. Is that when when I was when I found out that a lot of people write um, like their some recently deceased loved one's name on on the lantern, uh-huh. or they write some intention onto the lantern. Sure. Something something that they're you know some you know oprah's the secret thing um some kind of like they're wanting to try to like get this this thing they're trying to purge they're trying to harness the energy of of the universe whatever it is they're trying to connect with a dead loved one and i i was like whoa because because i know about this from this from this friend i know that it's a highly commercial endeavor right right this is an organized well-executed event yeah right where the organizers are making um a lot of money off the event right and so and 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 when i first heard about it i I thought of it in terms of it's really cool it's really pretty you get to take cool pictures whatever right Mm. and then i and then i started kind of wrestling with this this idea of people layering on all of these like spiritual things. And if you watch their video, like people are crying. Mm-hmm. They are moved to tears by this experience. Yep. Right. And they have people who go back year after year after year because they have connected. They found an intense spiritual again, for lack of a better word um, or emotional catharsis in, in, in this, in this event. And they want it again and again and again and we've both been to burning man and we know how powerful that experience can be and how you can have these emotionally cathartic experiences there as well and it really just it it, 
I stepped back and I was like, wow, how do I feel about, like for me, I don't love the idea of paying a lot of money, right, to go have an emotional cathartic experience huh. where the people who are, who are organizing the whole thing are just doing it for commercial purposes. Interesting. Right? Like it, it kind of sullies it a little bit for me, but it's clearly not sullying it for these other people or maybe they don't realize just how how much this is is, you know, yeah. was started just as a way to make money. Here's I you know, it's funny because I actually I think I take a different tack than you. I think organizers of events deserve money. They're putting, you know, oh, for they're sure. putting in all this effort. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm not saying they shouldn't make money off of it. Now, I will they say, apparent, apparently, uh, just like Burning Man, an adult. A ton of money. I'm looking at the website now. An adult Friday or Saturday ticket is 120 bucks. Yeah, that's not that's not chump change. No. Uh, and you know, but they sell a limited number of tickets. It's not they can't they they don't just accept anybody. Well, right, and, and and it's interesting. Like you buy your ticket at a specific quadrant in their circle. That's really interesting. Anyway, I think that my uh, my take on this is that as our society secularizes, mm -hmm. as our society becomes less uh, connected to organized religion, right? There's a void there. Yeah, that's no, left. There totally is. is. We don't have ways of sort of communally experiencing awe and wonder together mm -hmm. as, in large groups mm -hmm. uh, or experiencing uh, catharsis, mm. emotional, you know, em because I think that is helpful and I think that it's useful mm -hmm. for a lot of people, maybe not for everybody, but for a lot of people. And as these events clearly show, people are seeking it out. Yeah. And, and, and willing to fork out money. And, and so like, where like I was like initially sort of again though this is I'm I'm processing and and I was initially just like oh god I don't like the idea of that and then I was like well how different is this which of course I also object to this but like um is this from organized religion mm -hmm. that has figured that figured this out forever ago that if you provide people with a sense of community sense of uh purpose and you give them some good good feels yeah they will give you money yeah and they'll give you a lot of money right i feel like i feel like i don't have a problem with that people are willing to pay for these experiences i guess as long as it's all transparent yeah and you know that that's what it is and that's what you're doing and blah 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 like and again i wouldn't go there and write you know someone's name someone's on name thing. on a lantern that's not what I would do, right? Right. I would go and I would be, uh, if I sort of imagine myself there and I'm releasing it, I would be perhaps moved by the beauty of it because it is truly beautiful. Yeah, I like, think it's gorgeous. I cannot take, I cannot, I don't want this to sound like I don't think that they've created something beautiful. They really truly have, it's beautiful. Right. I think, here's what I think. I think A, I like this a lot better than church because this is like, <laughs> yeah, of course, this is like, it's on your terms. They're paying taxes. Yes. They're, you know what I mean? They're like yeah, that's all true. the people that are using the roads to get to their event. They're, you know, this, this event is actually contributing back to those roads and everything. Whereas yeah. church doesn't do that. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I think people, this event doesn't put any rules on it. Doesn't, right. doesn't tell you how to do your, 
no, spirituality no, yeah, yeah. or whatever with it. It's right. that's on you. Um, it just provides a place for everybody to come and have a communal experience. So I, I Each actually person though, having their own, like, and, and that, I mean, that's of course, everybody's always having their own experience in, in these kind of settings, but like, it's, it seems like, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what my point I, is. I just want to know how far that. away, how far out their perimeter goes. Cause I feels like you could just drive up there and watch from a small distance away and it'd be just as cool. <laughs> like you're not in the thick of everything. Yeah, they, I don't, I don't you don't know. get the communal thing, but boy, you could, you could see something pretty. I know they're leasing federal land. I know that. Yeah. It's um, somewhere on the Mojave desert. Yeah. And I should say, and I made a joke all of, up and they, yeah, I was going like, to say, I made a joke about it being littered. They claim to clean it all to, yeah. to find all of them and, and yeah. pick them up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they do that, but no, I, according to, and they say, mine, they and, do. and they, I like that in the same, like, paragraph they're like don't worry they're all, all biodegradable and we clean them up anyway so it's like well i mean there you go in case one gets really one. gets lost yeah. yeah but it's like a, it's like two-year biodegradable so it would be litter yeah in the meantime right like, <laughs> so yeah but i i don't know i think that we need to start really thinking as a as a group of non-believers about more of this type of thing. Just really cool events, really cool places to go mm -hmm. that don't put any strictures on you, that well, don't have any dogma associated with them. I think a lot of people find these things, right? Like, I, I think about the people that I know who are, like, their religion essentially is going to concerts. Sure. Right? Like, people find this. People people do find... There, there are plenty of these experiences around be they concerts or or whatever um or some you know cuckoo crackpot thing out in the desert right um you know like like there there is plenty of it out there i i don't disagree that we shouldn't have that have more i'm not saying that yeah um i i i i do agree with you that there that we need to you know be open to to uh these kind of things if they if they give you something that that or provide something to, for you that, that you like again though like i don't know though like i wouldn't and this is just me personally i wouldn't go there looking for a spiritual experience right Right. Well, what, and I and I. It's don't hard even to know. even define what that even means. Right. Spiritual. I have such trouble with that word. I don't. <laughs> every every we person kind of know what it, like we all have some idea of what it is. But it's like and don't you think it's like you've porn? Had? I don't know. I can't define it, but I know it when I see it, sort of thing. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. But, I'm, but, I'm uncomfortable I, with that word. So you keep it strictly in terms of I just had a, a cathartic experience. I don't know what I say. I don't know. Yeah, because I don't believe in a spirit. So why would something be spiritual to me? Right. But, but if I've... somebody asked you, have you ever had a quote unquote sort of deep, profound, like they're like, I have these spiritual, ex I go out there to the, to the into the mountains and I have spiritual experiences and don't you know what they mean? Sure. And I you're experience like, hey, yeah, a sense I have of that same awe thing. and wonder right? and whatever. I just call it something else. Sure. 
And a lot of people talk about transcendence or connection yeah. to different things. I just think, I think it's a word that people use and assume everybody else is using it in the same way, hmm. and they're not. Hmm. Anyway, I think it's a confusing word, but I get it. I yeah, I kind of get where they're coming from. Yeah. Anyway, I just think, I think there's a need for stuff like this, and uh, and and maybe you and I should create an event so that we can be the ones making all the money. Oh, believe me, as soon as I like heard about the inner workings of this thing, I was like. I was looking up like because they just ripped this off of some event in Thailand. Right. I was like, okay, what other crazy and I things think there, could we rip? There off? is one here in Utah. I'm sure there is. There's yeah. a bunch of them. Um, this one the, apparently though is like one of the most profitable and biggest. Right. Because it's Vegas, people will go to Vegas. Oh yeah. For anything. Yeah. Right. Totally. But anyway, all right, guys. Um, get I think out. that's that's enough. Get right? out there and get spiritual. Uh, if you like your thing. Find some lanterns, everyone. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And if you have other examples of this kind of thing, please feel free to write into us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message with the telephone numbers 424-666-8442. Yep. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click on the like button. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. Uh, we will let you in. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Thank God. Or at, I'm sorry. Nah, now you're the one. Oh, at TGI Atheist. And speaking of social media, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her hard work on our Facebook page, and thanks to Amy and Danny for their work on the social on the uh, the members only lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club and to Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. And thank all of you for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.